0: To the Tuesday Night Touchdown Podcast with your hosts, Reese Downing and Jacob Workman.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday Night Touchdown Podcast, NCAA edition. This is our week eight picks episode. Uh, with me today, on the other side of the screen, my co-host, Reese Downing. What's going on?
0: What's going on, man? How are you?
1: Not too bad. Not too bad. Pretty good week of football we just had. Not for me. Well, not <laughs> pick-wise. I'm talking <laughs> about game-wise.
0: <laughs> game, game-wise, game it was beautiful. Pick-wise, not so much, but we'll bounce back here.
1: It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. So, last week, as Reese is hinting at here, he had a little bit of a down week. It was 9-16, and 16, but... Did hit the lock, which was North Carolina, defeated uh, Miami. Uh, I went fourteen and eleven, and did hit my lock also, which was Washington and Carter, the special guest last week, just stayed right above five hundred at thirteen and twelve. And of course, his lock was Notre Dame with his big headgear pick. He, uh, I'm sure, he was very happy on Saturday with the destruction of USC. Give any thoughts on uh, any of those games—the Washington, North Carolina, or Notre Dame game?
0: Well, I mean the the Washington Oregon game because potentially the best game of the year. I mean, I know we're still what about halfway through, but man, that was a that was a show. The entire game, really, really enjoyed that. Um, it was a fun one. Yeah, the uh, USC game was surprising. Um, I wasn't one hundred percent sure where that was going to go, but I did not expect that to happen. That was that was pretty crazy to see Notre Dame manhandle USC as much as they did. I knew that defense was going to have some problems, but I I didn't know it was going to be that rough. Um, so yeah, it was a, a fun weekend of football.
1: It was a good start to the uh, on the weeknights, too. We had a, a Hail Mary with Houston beating West Virginia, and then the uh, the collapse of mighty Coach Sanders in Colorado. Yeah Stanford, yeah. Stanford sucks, and that was, I think we might have to move their estimated win total for the rest of the season to zero, because yeah. I thought Probably I thought they might idea. be able to handle Arizona, but Arizona's played pretty well, so I, I think that they might be done. Yeah, All right, so we're going to jump in. The the new AP poll came out, so not a whole lot of changes at the top. Number one, still Georgia. Number two, Michigan. Number three, Ohio State. Number four, Florida State. Those all remain the same. Uh, We did have a jump from number seven up to number five for Washington, and that just rounds out the top five. A few other notables. Um, Louisville, with their loss, did drop seven spots down to 21, and UCLA, with their loss, dropped all the way down to 25. Um, just uh, just outside of the poll, JMU, James Madison, they had 70 votes. They are one spot out. They were 26, and Clemson's almost worked their way back in. They are 27 right now. Do you have any thoughts on the new AP people?
0: I think the biggest question mark for me is how is UCLA still ranked? You know, they've, yeah. they've lost a couple games now. I'm surprised that they're still where they're at right now. I would have ex- expected Clemson to jump James Madison here just because of brand. but Yeah, I I didn't expect UCLA to stick around in the top 25.
1: All right, and like we said last week, we gave our first uh, playoff predictions. We said every week we are going to be updating those predictions with our current top four and then our first team out. So I'm going to go to Reese. Reese, now that we've seen what's happened this weekend, what is your new number one team for the playoff?
0: Well, right now it's still Georgia. Uh, I think there's some question marks with this team for sure but they keep winning and until somebody gives them a loss you can't really knock them out of the number one spot they've got what like 25 or 26 wins in a row so um, i still have georgia at number one
1: so i actually have a change but i'm i'm gonna explain my change when i get to georgia um, but my new number one just because of resume and, and performance is washington i to beat oregon i mean oregon is not a slight like they're I mean, they're going to be right in the top five at the end of the season, it seems like, also. They're a very good team. It's going to be interesting to see how the Pac-12 plays out. But just on what I've seen on the field alone in eye test, I'm putting Washington as my new number one. Uh, Number two, I'm going to put Florida State. I've loved what I've seen from them. Again, same thing. The resume, i loved what I've seen on the field. They came out and just absolutely throttled Syracuse this weekend and completely dominated in every facet of the game. It was pretty impressive to watch. Uh, Keon Coleman had one of the best catches I've ever seen to start the day. It was insane. Yeah, it was just pretty sick. And then he he warmed up wearing a Peter Warwick shirt in the game, came out and dominated through the air, dominated at a punt return. I mean he, he couldn't pay homage better to Peter Warwick than what he did in that one. So I have moved Florida State up to number two. What is your current number two?
0: Um, I, I've bumped these guys up after Saturday's game. I've got Washington city at number two. Uh, you know, we just talked about that being potentially the game of the year. The Huskies showed how tough they are. They really hung in there. Uh, Pennix keeps shooting arrows and the defense is not anything to ignore either. I definitely would not want to play this team in the playoff, especially if they went out in this gauntlet of a pack 12 schedule. Uh, yeah, they're, they're in the number two spot right now for me.
1: And who do you have at three?
0: Number three, I have Florida State. Um, I agree with you. They look like a very complete team. They they did what they needed to do against Syracuse. They've been battle-tested multiple times this year, and they've won those games. A lot of weapons on both sides of the ball and another deadly team, so I have them in the three spot right now.
1: So this is where I move Georgia. I put Georgia at number three, and my main reason is the the lack of impressive wins and the Brock Bowers injury. Uh, Bowers seems like, I think they said a minimum, basically, of four weeks at this point maybe up to six. So I went through and their next four games that they play are Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, and Tennessee. Three of those four are ranked Florida's the only one not ranked. And that's the cocktail party, the rivalry game. Those are actually finally some decent games where I think they're going to be tested in all of those. And without Bowers, Bowers has been their They're saving grace on offense. Like anytime they've struggled, Beck has just gone to Bowers and kind of saved them. So it's, I feel like that we, we might be on the brink of a Georgia loss here in the next few weeks. Uh, Number four, who do you have as your fourth team in?
0: I've got Penn state here. I picked them to start the year um, in in my college football playoff spot. The only uh, team that's changed for me since we talked about this in preseason has been USC. I had USC playing Georgia in the sugar bowl. Um, Penn state, I mean, Franklin's Butch, man, they look complete on both sides of the ball, but particularly on defense. They're currently the top-ranked team in the FBS. Uh, if Penn State gets a W at the shoe and then handles Michigan at home, there's absolutely no way that they should be out of the college football playoff, even if they somehow lose the Big Ten championship. Uh, so that's who I have here sitting at four. And just to go ahead and share it, my first team out right now, I, I'm bouncing back and, back, back and forth here between Michigan and Oregon, but right now I've got Oregon as my first team out
1: okay i was kind of surprised by that one i by the look on your face i thought michigan was coming <laughs>
0: but no, they're, they're they're right there uh they 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 played much better this this weekend uh but again you know that iu game they started off slow and then they woke up out of nowhere and they up 52 or whatever it was so
1: yeah so i i did drop michigan down they are my four seed this week um and then rounding it out, my first team out is Ohio State, which obviously we're going to find out a lot with the Penn State-Ohio State game. That's kind of going to factor in the, who hits these spots here. Um, but yeah, so I've got Washington, Florida State, Georgia, Michigan, and Ohio State as my first team out. What were yours again?
0: I've got uh, Georgia, Washington, Florida State, and Penn State, and Oregon as my first team out.
1: All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into our week eight picks, and we're actually going to start off with the big noon kickoff in this game that we were just talking about. Number seven, Penn State is traveling to Ohio State. Number three, Ohio State is a four-and-a-half-point favorite right now. The game's at noon on Fox. Uh, Penn State defeated UMass. Great pick, Carter, last week with UMass 63-0, <laughs> to zero, uh, while Ohio State did win at Purdue 41-7. to seven. I know this is one you've been looking forward to. I have a feeling I know where you're going here, but uh, yeah. let's uh, let's go ahead and make it official. What's the pick? Yeah.
0: yeah, you know where I'm going. I picked Penn State to be in the college football playoff at the beginning of the year, like we just talked about. This is the start to making that happen. Getting a W in the shoe would be a huge step in the right direction. Uh, give them some battle testing they need as they head into this game against Michigan in a couple weeks. So I'm going to take Penn State here, plus the points.
1: I am going the other way. I just because it's a home game. I, I just, oh, Penn State's offense still just scares me just a little bit. I haven't seen enough from Aller and being able to just throw the ball. I mean, even a reporter asked Franklin about it last week, and it really pissed him off. <laughs> like you know, he was like <laughs> mad about throwing the ball deep. So I, I don't know. I, I just, I find some hesitation in that. But maybe he comes out, and this is the game we see it. But until I see it, I think I am going to still stay with Ohio State minus the four and a half. Uh, next, we've got UCF going on the road to number six, Oklahoma. Oklahoma is an 18 and a half point favorite at noon on ABC. Uh, three and three, UCF is coming off of a bye as they head into Norman to face six and o- Oklahoma, which is also coming off of a bye after that big win in the uh, Red River shootout against Texas. What you got in this one?
0: Yeah, UFC or UCF, excuse me, they're on a three game skid. Dylan Gabriel gets to play against his former team here. Uh, they've given up. The UCF, that is, has given up almost 100 points on the road between Kansas and Kansas State. So I'm going to take the Sooners here to cover easily.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of actually went back and forth on this one just because if there's a coach I trust that could keep him in this game, it's Malzahn. So I, I, I don't know. I went back and forth. But in the end, I like Venables. I like what I've seen from Oklahoma so far. I think you just kind of have to take them at this point. So I like them to cover the 18 and a half. Ah, uh, next we've got your your mighty Air Force after they survived that <laughs> battle last week. I thought you might you might lose the undefeated bet already. <laughs>
0: they came through,
1: but that I think that was the game that they needed. I, that was I think we even said that when we talked about it that if they can get by Wyoming, that they're probably all right and should make should make the season undefeated. But we'll find out as the season goes. So right now, number twenty two, Air Force minus ten and a half on the road at Navy, noon at CBS. Air Force moved to 6-0, beating Wyoming 34-27, while Navy won 14-0 at Charlotte. I am rolling with Air Force here to cover the 10.5 in the uh, Armed Forces battle here. What do you got?
0: My big concern here is Zach Larrier may not be playing. Navy's also coming off of back-to-back wins, and he they've been winning turnover battles. I think Air Force is going to get the W here, but I think the midshipmen are going to keep it close enough, so I'm going to take Navy plus the points.
1: All right. Uh, Washington State going on the road to number nine, Oregon, minus 18 and 330 on ABC. Uh, Washington State had the rare home loss last week, getting absolutely smoked by Arizona, 44 to six. And Oregon, like we talked about, they suffered their first loss of the season, losing at Washington, 36, uh, 33. How do you think that we uh, get some rebound games here?
0: Yeah, Washington State coming off of back-to-back losses, and Oregon's going to return home pretty pissed off after that close loss to Washington. So I'm going to take the Ducks all day here.
1: Yeah, I I think you have to go Oregon here just because they have to have went through hell this week. And I yeah. think they're just going to come out and it's going to be a tough place to play. Washington State on the road. We always say in the Pac-12 favor the home team. So I like the Ducks here also. Number 17, Tennessee at number 11, Alabama, minus eight and a half, 330 on CBS. Uh, Tennessee had a huge win at home, defeating Texas A&M 20 to 13, while Bama won a battle with Arkansas 24-21.
0: Who do you have in this one? Vols got the win last year, but these are obviously different teams. I think Bama is the better team here, but Tennessee, I think, is going to keep it close enough. So I'm going to take the Vols plus the points in this one.
1: Yeah, this is one I I literally debated this one forever. This was my hardest one to pick this week, and I ended up going with Bama just as the home team in Tennessee just coming off that big game with A&M. Um, but I I do like Bama to get the cover here, but not by much. It's probably like a 10-point win. South Carolina going on the road, number 20, Missouri, minus minus six and a half, three thirty 330 on the SEC network. Uh, South Carolina lost a battle with Florida, 41-39, while Missouri put a beating on Kentucky, defeating them 38-21. Uh, I'll go ahead and pick this one first. I'm going to go ahead and go with Missouri. I watched that South Carolina-Florida game. That game was at home for South Carolina, and they had it literally in the bag and blew it at the end. And I just feel like that's a crushing blow to have to go on the road to Missouri and play a a very good Missouri team that is kind of slept on. I think this team's very good. I'm going to roll with Missouri minus the 6.5.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. This Gamecock defense is continuing to be porous, which is concerning when you're going up against Brady Cook and Luther Burden. So the Tigers have also won the last four, I think. So I'm going to take Missouri here plus the points or minus the points.
1: North Texas going on the road, number 23, Tulane, minus 20 and a half, 330 on ESPN2. Uh, North Texas defeated Temple 45-14, while Tulane beat Memphis 31-21. Uh, We're going to to start getting in the discussion for the New Year's Six for Tulane again. They were last year's representative for the group of five and uh, they're starting to make their push again. It's going to be interesting to see between them and Air Force and uh, uh, they're probably the only two left now that Wyoming has lost. It'll probably be a main battle between those two. Um, Who do you have in this one?
0: Yeah, I mean, first, congratulations, to the Green Wave getting back into the top 25. Michael Pratt is back to being healthy as well. So I think this is a pretty Big spread though. So I think Tulane wins this one, but North Texas will probably keep it close enough. So I'm going to take the mean green plus the 20 and a half.
1: I'm actually rolling with Tulane. I just like what I've seen from them with the offense rolling again and they're on their home field. If it was 21, I'd probably be different, but since I'm getting the half point, which that's probably why <laughs> they want me to do that, but I will take Tulane to cover the 20 and a half. Uh next we have I, I think we're calling it a football game. Minnesota on the road at number 24, Iowa, minus three and a half. This game's at 330 on NBC. I'm even throwing in the over-under on this one, 32 and a half. Like that's, that's one of the lowest totals I've ever seen. That's insane. A three and three Minnesota is coming off of a bye, while Iowa just had their huge win against Wisconsin, 15 to six, to put them as the front runner now to <laughs> make what would be a god-awful Big Ten championship game. I don't care who they're playing. Yeah, 30 point line at least uh who do you have in this one
0: yeah i don't know i was won the last eight and they have an opportunity to continue to control the west division here so i think the hawkeyes are going to win this and cover but i this may <laughs> this may be a 3-0 game i'm not sure
1: i which sadly would not cover uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i i uh i'm just taking iowa and hoping i this is going to be god awful. I actually watched or tried to watch the Iowa Wisconsin game. That game was on at the same time as um, Oregon and Washington, and I was like, "This is the most opposite football you can possibly watch ever." It was it was so bad. But uh, we'll roll with Mister Water Polo this week, minus three and a half. Uh, number eight, Texas, minus twenty two and a half, going on the road to Houston, four o'clock on Fox. 5-1 uh, Texas is coming off of a bye while Houston defeated West Virginia last Thursday, 41-39 with the last second Hail Mary pass. Uh, Dana's not a fan of Texas at all, and he's made it known. Well, what do you you think they can uh, stay alive in this one? What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, Texas is coming off a bye and they have to be pissed off after that Red River loss. Um, these teams haven't played since 2002 and Texas haven't hasn't covered a spread of 20 plus so far this year. So I'm going to take the Cougars here plus the points
1: yeah I, I'm I'm gonna take Texas minus the 22 and a half I just think I trust Dana to come out and just have some of the craziest plays you've ever seen and try every trick in the book to try to beat this team but I just think Texas is too good I, I'm not sure that they have the weapons this year to handle what Texas has so I think Texas will come back and rebound with the win and the cover it is a lot of points though uh, next, we got Virginia going on the road to number ten, North Carolina minus twenty three and a half, six thirty on the CW network. Uh, one in five, Virginia is coming off of a bye as they head to Chapel Hill, where the Tar Heels defeated Miami last week, forty one thirty one. What are your thoughts on this one?
0: Drake May and the Tar Heels keep climbing up the rankings here, and Drake May, I, I think, is starting to be a pretty serious player in the Heisman conversation. I think the spread seems like a lot, but Virginia's given up 40-plus points multiple times this year, so I'm going to roll with Air Jordan University minus the points here.
1: Yeah, the, the spread's a little high, but Virginia's awful. I And North Carolina has just been street rolling. I I, I mean... We we had Louisville pegged for it, but with that loss last week, you you probably have to think, as long as they keep going how they are, North Carolina's probably going to be in the ACC championship now with that Louisville loss. So Now it's set up quite the game in Charlotte for uh, a Florida State-North yeah. Carolina game. Two teams not playing during the regular season, but still got a few weeks to go, so we'll see what happens. But I am rolling with the Tar Heels. I just think Virginia's not good. I've, North Carolina's been on fire the last few weeks, especially last week with Tez Walker back. He, couldn't, Miami couldn't defend him at all. Uh, number 13, Ole Miss, minus six and a half, going on the road to Auburn, 7 o'clock on ESPN. Five and one, Ole Miss is coming off of a bye, and will face an Auburn team that got smoked in Death Valley last week, 48-18. to 18. What are your thoughts on this one?
0: Revenge of Hugh Freeze here, but I don't think it's going to go in Freeze's favor. It's been a while since Ole Miss has won at Auburn, but I think Dart, Judkins, and Bentley are more than capable of getting it done, plus Ole Old Old Miss's defense has also been playing pretty well on the road this year, so I'm going to go with Team Kiffin minus the points.
1: Yeah, and I said last week when I took LSU that I just I think Auburn's offense is almost non-existent, and I know this week they're at least at home against Ole Miss, but I I still like Ole Miss to come out and I think they'll roll them. I don't I really don't think it's that close of a game. Uh, number two, Michigan minus twenty four and a half it is on the road at Michigan State, seven thirty NBC. Michigan destroyed IU 52 to seven while Michigan state is coming off of a 27, 24 loss at Rutgers. Who do you have in this? one?
0: Yeah, it took the Wolverines a minute to wake up in that IU game. We just talked about that. and Started the show here, but when they did, they took off pretty quickly. I think they get another win here heading into the bye week but there's some special sauce for Sparty to keep this within three touchdowns. So it's a primetime game. I'm going to go with Michigan state plus the points.
1: Yeah, I'm actually going to keep rolling with Michigan. I, I don't know. I've seen Michigan State the last few weeks. I saw what Washington did to them, and Washington was at Michigan State also. I just, I don't know. I I don't have a lot of faith in that team. Michigan, I don't know. It it seems like a game that they should win pretty easily. I do like them to cover the 24 and a half. Uh, number 16, Duke. Going on the road to number four, Florida State. Florida State's a 13.5-point favorite, 7.30 on ABC. Duke defeated NC State 24-3, to while the Noles crushed the Orange 41-3. Who do you have in this one?
0: Well, I think the big question here is, is Riley Leonard going to play? Florida State's 19-0 in this series, and I don't think that's going to change, but Elko has not lost a game by double digits yet. And if Leonard plays, I think that streak will continue. So I'll take Duke plus the points here, but I would flip it if Leonard is confirmed to be out of action.
1: What I would assume is even if Leonard plays... He's not going to be able to run like he runs. So I think he's still going to be very limited. And it might even be one of those situations where even if he does start, he might not finish the game. So it's yeah, I feel like it's kind of hard to rely on him here. I mean, I, I feel like I would rely on a little more than what we've relied on Cam rising this year. <laughs> but <it's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh I, I'm obviously picking Florida State. I like that it's 14 covers, and I I don't I don't think Leonard's gonna be a factor in this game at all. And uh, Jermaine Johnson, our old defensive end, who's now a star for the Jets, sent out a little tweet that he was going to be in tally this weekend, and he was bringing a special guest with him. Uh, two and Putting two, well, <laughs> that would be awesome. But putting two and two together, you have to assume another Jet from Florida State. That probably means Dalvin's going to be in the building. So I, uh, I think this crowd's going to be electric. It's the primetime game on ABC, a huge game. I, I I think the Nulls cover here and I if Leonard doesn't play, this might not even be that close to be honest. Army on the road, number nineteen LSU minus twenty-nine and a half, seven thirty SEC network. Army was shut out last week, nineteen to zero against Troy, while LSU killed Auburn forty eight eighteen. Who do you have in this one?
0: Yeah, it's a prime game for LSU considering they don't have a very good defense, and Army's been struggling to find the end zone. They also can't protect the ball very well and this spread. A little concerning being 29.5, but I think the Bayou Bengals would be fine here. So I'm going to take LSU plus minus the points.
1: Yeah, I'm taking LSU also. I, what Jalen Daniels has been doing, I've absolutely loved. I, he's been unbelievable. And I don't see Army having anyone on defense that can stop anything. So I have, I have a lot of faith in LSU in this one, especially a night game at Death Valley. Uh, Number 14, Utah, going on the road to number 18, USC, minus six and a half, eight o'clock on Fox. Utah beat Cal 34 14 while USC was beat down by Notre Dame 48 20. Do you have USC uh, returning to glory here, getting the cover?
0: I don't know about returning to glory, but I do have them (laughs) covering the six and a half. They can't have another five turnover game, that's for damn sure. But Utah's defense, not as good as Notre Dame's. I mean, they're not anything to shake a stick at but they're averaging 44 a game in the last three against usc so this may be a touchdown difference but i think the trojans will bounce back this week going back at home so i'm going to take usc minus the points
1: yeah utah over the last few games has owned usc but the problem is is uh cam rising's not there like we talk about all the time and they have a huge huge hole at quarterback without him so i am going usc minus the six and a half Utah's on the road. They are a much different team when they're not at home. So I, I do like USC to bounce back with the cover here. Arizona State going on the road to number five, Washington, minus 26 and a half, 1030 on FS1. Arizona State is on a five game losing streak and coming off of a bye as they head to Seattle to face a Washington team that had a huge win versus Oregon last week, 363. Who do you have in on this one?
0: Yeah, I mean the I just hope this isn't a hangover game for Washington. Arizona State beat them last year, albeit it was in Arizona. So I think the Huskies get the W at home. It's another big spread, but I'm gonna take the Huskies here to keep rolling.
1: Yeah, I I like Washington at home here also to keep the keep the streak going and to cover. I just don't think Arizona State has the defense that can stop them remotely. I I know Jalen McMillan got hurt last week and sucks he was out for most of that game last week, but I, I don't think they really need him this week. I would actually just go ahead and rest him, and I think they'll still be fine to cover. The offense is still too good. At number 25, UCLA minus 17 going on the road to Stanford ten thirty on ESPN. UCLA lost at Oregon State 36-24, while Stanford had a huge comeback to defeat Colorado 46-43 in double overtime. What are your thoughts on this
0: one? Uh, I think the Bruins win this game. Spread's a little too rich for my blood, so I'm going to take the Cardinal to keep it close enough here. but.
1: We have quite a few differences this week. I, I uh, I'm with UCLA here. I I've said pretty much the whole season. I think Stanford sucks, and I think it just showed last week how bad Colorado is because <laughs> no team I no team should have been able to come back from that, especially Stanford. And the fact that they did it basically by single handedly just picking on Travis Hunter was kind of a nice thing to see. I I enjoyed that. So I but I am taking UCLA to get the cover. In so that does end our top 25 picks. We're going to move into the Muncie six pack. Uh, we're going to kick it off Thursday night. Uh JMU, James Madison, minus three and a half, going on the road to Marshall, seven o'clock on ESPN. Uh James Madison moved to six and zero, oh, defeating Georgia Southern 41 to 13, while Marshall is coming off of a loss to Georgia
0: State 41-24. Give him this one. Man, we're starting to really stretch to get these six-pack games in.
1: <laughs> hey, J- James Madison's the number 26 team in the nation.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Dukes have looked good this year and know how to get in the end zone with Jordan McLeod and that combo back, Kalon uh, Kalon Black, I think is his name. Um, if they can slow down Fancher and Rasheen Ali, who's racked up 12 touchdowns so far this year, I think they can get this one on the road. So I'll take James Madison minus the points.
1: Hopefully he doesn't shut down Ali because uh, that is my fantasy running back. and He's a stud, so... But I, I am taking James Madison minus the three and a half in this one. I just think that they're they're just rolling. They look very good. They've been pretty impressive what they've been doing this year. The only thing that scares me here is it is a road game.
0: Oh, this next game uh, scares me.
1: Uh, it should Central Michigan <laughs> minus four and a half going on the road to Muncie, Indiana. Ball State Cardinals three thirty on the plus. Central Michigan defeated Akron 17-10, to while the Cards lost a battle with Toledo 13-6. to uh, Let's go ahead and hear your thoughts on this one.
0: Yeah, Coach New is doing everything he can to try to get something going. This last game against Toledo, he gave the third stringer and redshirt sophomore Khalil, uh, Kyle Kelly, the nod, Kyle, I think is his first name.
1: Um, he is he playing did- the rest of the year
0: horribly through the air but he had 18 carries and was only too shy of the century mark on the ground so if they can lean into his ability to run the ball i think the cars can get a w here so i'm gonna take my boys plus the points
1: i'm taking the points too I, i'm taking ball state i, Ooh, I like there we go and a half i know i think this is the first time i picked him in like five weeks <laughs> uh, but, i but need
0: a dj I, bah, 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 bah. Right.
1: The fact that we double-picked Ball State can only lead to one thing. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But destruction I, in Muncie. Yeah. So I, I do like them with the points, though. Uh, Toledo minus one and a half going on the road to Miami of Ohio at four o'clock on ESPNU. Toledo survived Muncie, winning 13-6, to six, while Miami of Ohio continued their winning streak, beating Western Michigan 34-21. This one is a huge game for the standings of the MAC, especially with the Ohio loss last week. Um, Miami, Ohio only lost this year is to the university of Miami. So we got, we got quite the big one brewing here. Uh, who do you got in this one?
0: And yeah, Toledo had an off week last week and that Cardinal defense somehow kept a uh, Finn in check. They couldn't contain Penny Boone though. He had one forty eight and touchdown. The Red Hawks have been red hot though, since that first loss against Miami that you just discussed and they're playing well on both sides of the ball. This should be a fun game to watch. Uh, I'm going to give the Red Hawks the nod being at home here, setting them up for a pretty big game next week against Ohio. So give me Miami minus the one and a half.
1: I like it. We got all kinds of differences this week. So I actually rolled with Toledo minus the one and a half. I just, the weather was very bad in Muncie last week. and Toledo did all they could basically to handle it. Um, I know that getting shut down by Ball State's defense isn't that great of a thing, but I think that might have been a wake-up call that Toledo needed. I don't think the weather is supposed to be bad at all in Miami, Ohio this weekend. So uh, I, I do like Toledo to get the cover here. TCU going on the road to Kansas State minus six and a half, seven o'clock on ESPN two. TCU beat BYU forty-four to eleven, while Kansas State defeated Texas Tech thirty-eight to twenty-one. What are your thoughts on this one?
0: Coach Kleiman's making it pretty interesting with this QB battle occurring middle of the season between Will Howard and Avery Johnson after that five touchdown performance. I think it's. Hard to ignore that versatility, especially when you combine him in the backfield with TreShaun Ward. So I'm going to take the Wildcats here minus the points.
1: Yeah, I like Kansas State in this one too. Uh, TCU is actually going to be starting a new quarterback also, so uh, a tough road environment against a very good team. I, I like Kansas State to get the cover here. App State minus six and a half going on the road to ODU, Old Dominion, seven o'clock on. Oh, we got to introduce a new network again. We got the NFL Network this time for their game. <laughs> App State lost to Coastal Carolina last Thursday, twenty-seven twenty-four. While three and three Old Dominion is coming off of a bye. You have
0: How bad is the programming on NFL Network that they have to show App State at Old Dominion? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I think,
1: that. I think they have a uh, they have the rights to this conference to some of their games because they've done it the yeah. last few years.
0: It's and weird. this is the first the first game of the season that they're showing, so I don't know what that <laughs> right. says, but. Um, I see this as a bounce back game for the Mountaineers after that loss to Coastal Carolina. So I'll take App State minus the points.
1: I agree. I'm on App State minus the six and a half also. Georgia State on the road at Louisiana minus three and a half, eight o'clock on ESPNU. Five and one Georgia State defeated Marshall 41 24, while four and two Louisiana did have a bye last week. What do you got here?
0: Uh, Georgia States look pretty good this year on offense. They've also played well on D, especially in the red zone. Zion. Chris has some up and down moments for the raging Cajuns. And I think Georgia States mix up on defense can cause some confusion and turnovers. So I'm going to take the Panthers here. Plus the points. And
1: yeah, we have agreed again. I am on Georgia state also plus the points, uh, in a game that, well, I'll keep my thoughts to myself on this one. Clemson, <laughs> minus three and a half on the Trying road. Trying to at stay Miami. on YouTube here. <laughs> yeah, that that comment might have been a bad one. Uh, Clemson, minus three and a half on the road at Miami, eight o'clock on the ACC network, four and two Clemson coming off of a bye faces Miami, which lost to North Carolina 41-31. Who do you have here?
0: Battle of four and two squads. Uh, with Clemson coming off the bye week, I think Dabo will have this team ready with that extra time for preparation. Miami's also on a downward slide right now after these last two losses, so I'm going to take the Tigers here minus the points.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Clemson too. I I just think that that knee down loss to Georgia Tech with Miami. I when you, when a team's not good to begin with, and something like that happens, it kills all the momentum you have. And I think I, I just don't think that was the right time for that to happen because. They're going to be reeling now, and Clemson is going to come out ready to win. Especially because they, I mean, it's a long shot, but they do still have outside shot at the ACC Championship. So they're going to have to do all they can and win every game at this point. So I do like Clemson to come out and get the cover. So with that, that wraps up the Muncie six-pack. It is now time to roll on to our lock of the week. I will let you go ahead and tell me your lock of the week.
0: Uh, I'm locking in on Oklahoma over UCF. They've been giving up a ton of points here recently, and the Sooners can get rolling on offense pretty quickly. So I'm going to lock in on Oklahoma.
1: My luck this week, I'm going back to a team that I've used before for a lock. I've talked about this team a ton this year. You know, I love this team, and I I just don't see a brand new freshman quarterback going on the road and doing anything against them. So I am taking Kansas State minus the six and a half as my lock against TCU all right so that will wrap up our uh ncaa week eight picket episode uh you hit us up the top corner of the screen at Tuesday night td pod on twitter slash x um all of our social media pages hit our youtube page leave us comments retweet us do anything send us messages we'll respond to you um share everything though we we appreciate any share and comment we can get uh, also check out, we're going to have an NFL edition coming up right after this one. And every week we do uh, NFL and college. Uh, we also right. have
0: a, a big interview. Yeah. We, we've got
1: a, we're going to be dropping a special episode tomorrow at noon. So if anyone is listening to this Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning, just be prepared at noon tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Uh, there will be a special episode dropping. Uh So for, uh, Reese Downing, over You got anything else for uh, week eight?
0: No, uh, just let's bounce back from the nine and sixteen.
1: There's only one way to only one way to go. So we will. Uh, but like I said, we've always said from the beginning: if you bet anything, bet our locks. We were three and zero on locks last week.
0: That's right. So. That's right.
1: All right. So for Reese Downing and I am Jacob Orkman, We will see you guys next week. Hope everyone has a good week and go Knowles.
0: Good luck, guys. Cheers.